I'm leaving. Ready, you start to record. I'm leaving this in. I don't give a shit. <laughs> at least That's in the Mr. video. Gill. At least that the video Mr. version. That's Mr. Gill created by uh, my friend Anthony, who wrote the book, co-wrote with Scott the book for Beetlejuice the musical. Nice. That was a character he used to do in our in our show based on a gym teacher, I think, at his school. Cool. That's what I was making fun of a gym teacher at Riverside High School in the eighties or early nineties of um Durham, North Carolina. Okay. Okay. I'm Mr. Gill. Come on, start the damn big stuff. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Talking About the Big Stuff. I am the lead big stuff, Michael Cole. And I am the bigger, in some ways, but not in others' way, Matthew Cravat host person. You're taller, but I have, I am uh, taller. I'm, gir- I'm girthier. <laughs> Depends what you want to reach. <laughs> <laughs> we reach people and touch people in a different way, but that's okay. Yeah. So, just side tangent before we get into the main... Yeah, how can we tangent when we haven't started yet? That's the whole point of the podcast. Just we don't even have a topic and... and we're tangenting. Yeah. Um. See, I knew that I should just start with the regular stuff, but I don't want to, uh, feeling-wise. So, mm. um, yeah. Uh, so, I... Logan knows all the a lot of not all the words a lot of the words for penis, uh, and he he's you know he's really big into I the. Bet he de- doesn't know all the Yiddish words. Yeah, he doesn't know cock or anything, but he knows dick and and stuff. But he, he's really into D's nuts and all these like silly jokes, and I don't give a shit about it as long as he doesn't say it out outside the house, which he does not. So I said to Sarah one day, I was like, "Oh, I should tell him about chodes." And she was like, I I don't think you should tell him that. And she like basically forbid me from telling him about it. Which when it when Sarah forbids me from doing something is very rare. Um and she was like and then we were having this argument and she's like, uh, I was like, I really want to tell him. It would be so funny to watch him laugh when I describe it. And she's like, But it's sexual. Like it's not just like you know, like saying like a dick or a penis is not necessarily sexual. It's just a sex organ, but he doesn't know that. He just knows it as the thing that pees. And so you can't tell him about a chode. I'm like, why is a chode inherently sexual? And she goes, we wouldn't find it amusing if it wasn't inherently sexual. I'm like, he will find it amusing and he will not know anything about the sex part of it. I promise you. I was like, all you have to do is say like, it is wider than it is long. Like, and that's all, that's what it is. And he will lose his fucking mind. And she was like, no, absolutely don't. So in case you're one of our listeners who doesn't know that I am, uh, that I have the ability to stop, uh, I did stop and we did not tell Logan what a chode is. So that would. So I used to perform comedy with this guy named Chode. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not. I'm joking. But I, almost. I had a buddy who, um. <laughs> In his uh, his name was Richard. So he came up with the nickname Churd for himself, like as in Richard instead of Richard, and he loved it. And he had like fans of our comedy show that we used to jokingly call the Churd Reich because they loved him so much. Oh my god! And then um, this was years ago, like in the '90s when internet was not as powerful, so you couldn't find things out so quickly. So he's been using the name for a couple of years before he found online that. A, churd is a term used for a hi everybody i just wanted to quickly talk about um 
I'm not going to play the definition of churd that Matthew gives here. You can go on Urban Dictionary, or if you'd like, you can get uncensored versions of this show, including that definition of churd, by going onto our Patreon and subscribing. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, that's what I've been calling myself? <laughs> that's why I introduced myself? Um, so he no longer used, he stopped using that stage name. <laughs> So okay. teach Logan about churds. One of my great pleasures in my life, because I'm such a filthy, disgusting human being, is when someone teaches me a new thing. <laughs> and like, I'm not obviously, I'm not into racial slurs, but if I learn a new one and I'm like, I've never heard this one before. I'm just like, I find it interesting. Same <laughs> thing with like these urban dictionary terms. I just am like, oh, interesting. Something I didn't know already. So thank hey. you for telling yeah, me about churds. And hopefully we can never talk about them again. <laughs> yeah, don't don't kink shame me. I guess it's not that bad if it's if it's pegging you. So yeah, just at least like it's firm enough. Yeah. All right. They want to have churd chur after the, Indian food because I, it does make it a mess at that point. I'm sorry to tell you this, but I think churd's getting cut out of the podcast. <laughs> oh no, poor churd. <laughs> It's so fucking gross. <laughs> There's a part of me that wants to leave it in because of my reaction, but I, I do not want anything being like, I do not want. Uh, maybe I'll just I don't want to be known as the churn podcast. <laughs> uh, I got to text churn after this. I got, I got to, I'm going to have to be like, Sarah, here's what happened. And then she'll be like, did you laugh? She, She'll be like, how hard I'm gonna have to laughing? cut it out because Matthew was funny. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Uh, so, anyways, so, what are we talking about we today, get, Church Boy? We can get Church shirts as part of our part of our merch. It'll be our <laughs> our Church merch. Uh, I'm just it's so fucking gross. <laughs> church Reich, let me tell you. Uh, well, we're definitely not doing that. All right. Uh, what was I had to give him like special dispensation. It's okay to have the church rank. Okay. Like the director of your comedy troupe is Jewish. You're allowed to have a, an anti-Semitic sounding fan group. Yeah. And hey, here's the thing. If the third Reich was using churds. Uh, Who cares? Instead would... of guns, they just hit churds. <laughs> Wait, maybe maybe not... the war would have ended quicker. <laughs> not so scary. Not so scary with a bunch of church in your hand. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that was a natural so anyway. By the way, I pointed okay. So anyway, I pointed out uh to to my coworkers the other day uh up that that you know, cuz a lot of them have listened but they don't listen that like regularly and I said something about, you know, I whenever we're coming out of something that I'm absolutely going to cut, it's so anyway. And they were like, you do say that a lot, even in real life. They're like, when you want to change the subject, you're like, so anyway. <laughs> Mentally, I am cutting whatever you just said. <laughs> just know that's what it means. Yeah. I just, I don't remember the last 30 seconds. This might be, this is either going to be our best or worst episode based on And now from now man and wife. So anyway. <laughs> Who the hell is she? Yeah. Oh, I, if I didn't know who the hell she was, it was just because I had so much tears in my eyes from how beautiful she looked. So anyway. I, so anyway. <laughs> you don't get to have it. That's that's our word. 
<laughs> I don't remember the topic. No, uh, I do remember the topic. Uh, basically, it's cognitive dissonance, but but on a well, more specific level. Well, maybe it's not cognitive no, dissonance. Not technically, no. Okay. So the topic it's cognitive I want... dissonance is when your when your brain interprets being told you're wrong as pain, so you can't accept the new data because it's your body's reacting as if it's in pain. So, gotcha, like, gotcha. so you can't you can't process the data that's being given to you. Okay. That's technically. So t- tonight's topic that I want to talk about is um, when we have a feeling that conflicts with our intellect. And the the example uh, Matt Dillahunty used to talk talked about it at least in one of the videos that I've seen from him. Uh, Hi, Matt. If you don't know who Matt Dillahunty is, he's an atheist speaker. Uh, I would not necessarily recommend him if you are not an atheist, because you may find him to be obnoxious. But he is—he's important. Um, I like to think. He and of... I had a delightful evening together a couple of years ago. Did you tequila together? Had some great conversations. Yeah, he's, I'd love he's, to. I'd love he's to. He's charming meet him. in public. He's in person. He's charming. I'd love to meet him, and I think that he serves a real purpose. I don't mean that as a knock on him. I just think like no, he we does have a... a deba- for those who don't know him, he does a debate show, call and debate show. So if you want to call in and convince yeah. him that your view on God is right, he will viciously rip you apart. Actually, he starts friendly. It's only when people annoy him, yeah. which happens pretty easily, yeah. um, that he gets. And I've seen some really great ones where people are not trying to like trick him and not trying to get loopholes in, and and, and actually so, responding to what he says mm-hmm. instead of saying the same thing over and over. And again. they have a great conversation, and that's nice. Yeah. But like my point being, I think that the the atheist movement, as is everything else, needs to be a spectrum. And he's a little more harsh of uh, on that spectrum than I personally want to be. Um, but I think there's a reason for it, for it, for him to be there. And just as much as they, we need to have friendly atheists and, uh, you know, we need to have everything in between. Sca- friendly, scathing. We got everything. Yeah. It's not my fault. They were using I the correct both words. of them too. <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. I do. I've been wanting to go to one of the, like the, when they talk about the conventions, I'm like, I want to go to the convention. The only way I can see Sarah, like letting me spend that kind of money and, or vacation time is, if our podcast gets big enough that we have to go for the podcast, <laughs> but or maybe if it's I'll local, to, if it's local, maybe I'll go to one one time and say, "Hey, come with me," and then it'll be like, we'll, you know, split a room so it's not so expensive to go. Yeah, I re- I really genuinely want to go. I want to like, I just want to kind of see what the vibe is like, you know. But, um, so yeah, so the idea, so Matt Delahunty told this story about because he he was raised some specific type of religious uh, christian religious uh, um and that was pretty strict um in a i would say like a social conservatism kind of way and he was talking about how for a long time he even after he came out of christianity he still saw like if he saw gay people kiss he he is in his inner um his inner voice would cringe or he'd just, you know, kind of wince and cringe. He was uncomfortable with it. And, and he intellectually knew that like, there was nothing wrong with it. And he would, then he would force himself to like not behave that way, but he still had that. And I think that if you're raised in in a, in, with certain things, you still get that in a lot of situations where you're like, I have no problem with this on an intellectual level, but my immediate reaction is, Ooh, or, Ooh, so this is why we're doing visual. Um, 
but my point that and so he, he then said that eventually he went to a friend's wedding a gay friend's wedding saw the two men kiss and he had been it had been so long and he realized that he had, he didn't have that reaction anymore and and i'm just i think it's an interesting idea that we can be so ingrained in something and it's not always so it's not always so black and white uh, as as like clearly there's nothing wrong with homosexuality but like if you're taught that you know then you have this uh, reaction people get it with with racism things you know like yeah. if you're surrounded well, by racism then you you can easily first thought you know there's a violent crime i bet a black guy did it and then that's stupid that's that's not like that's not necessarily likely but yeah. why did that thought come in my head oh because it's how i was raised to think for 40 years yeah you had to um not believe that at first voice yeah i will say i have a lot of them in in me that are i don't know that they're based on um not black men um uh, just saying <laughs> I have a you lot do of you. Or I have a lot be of these. Whoever you want to be done by. I have a lot of these like react reaction or or f- emotional um, uh, reaction. First, re- first response, first reaction. Yeah, I have a lot of those where I do it, where I have that bad response. Now, most of it is not in any particular way that is offensive against a group. It's because I'm a weirdo, so it's my own little thing. So, like, if you tell me, I'm trying. to if you tell me like your son's name is Bryson, it doesn't matter if that kid is six days old or a hundred years old. My immediate thought is date rapist. Um, Why, just because he's Mormon? Is that a? Mormon? I don't know. That, that's my thought. You said Bryson, like sounds like a Mormon name. I think like that kid's. No offense have... to my Salt Lake City brethren. I love you guys. You got some names. Yeah. No. I. It's. It's just one of those names where you like, and and there's a lot of those where I'm like. Uh, where I'm like mm, frat bro, like you know it, and that's well, yeah, and it, and that's I don't think that about Matthews. I always think Matthews are typically nice, and then I realize that I know that was you. a frat bro. So yeah, but I I as a non frat bro uh, have a we would not say frat, but we would say fraternity brother because you, like you wouldn't call, call sorority a sore. You wouldn't call your country a cunt. You don't call your fraternity a frat. I don't know about that last one. Um, depends on the day of the week. Uh, or the presidential uh, situation. Yeah. But so that, so I'm, I'm very guilty of it. I will say the one thing that I think I do that is probably problematic or I consider problematic that is, is I am still, there's still some inherent, misogyny in me where if I hear a woman uh, say something dirty or like very vulgar, my immediate reaction is yeah, no. And my real reaction is is to think it's funny, but like I in a different way than I would if a guy said it. Like, if a guy said it, like, like I, I get it. I get that people hate Amy Schumer and hate I was gonna say Sarah Silverman and Lisa Lampanelli and you know, yeah, Schumer. I get that people like really hate it, Brilliant. And, that, and I think a lot of times when they hate it, it's it's also a problem. But for me, I don't. There's I can't think of a guy that I want to hear talk. You know, like oh, I was going down on this girl and blah blah blah. Whereas if a woman says it, you're gonna be like, oh, did he have stinky balls? Like what's what's going on here? Like okay, there, you definitely are different than people. I, I give you that. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, because Andrew Dice Clay's opening line of um, The Dice Man Cometh, his breakthrough hit was, so I got my tongue up this chick's ass. Like, that was his opening line of the concert. Yeah. Yeah. But you know how boring it can be when you're online in the bank? And she's looking at me like, do I know you? Yeah. I, I had that whole routine memorized. That came out on, like, New Year's Eve. Um, and my then-girlfriend, now-wife, soon to be ex-wife when she hears this. No, um, we we watched it at midnight, and we laughed so damn hard we couldn't breathe. It's all politically incorrect now and all terrible, I'm sure. But at that time in college, we were dying to the yeah. point where we stayed up because they were replaying it at 3 a.m., and we wanted to see it again. And so we stayed up all night and watched it. And the next day, we went to um, Pizza Hut for lunch. And the old people, and I say old, they're probably my age now, at the next table asked to be moved to another table because we were doing the jokes back and forth to each other and it was so filthy i i married her because she was filthy damn you good me too i mean that you married my wife god damn you yeah yeah i did so i've never told anyone this before ever under any circumstance but yeah my my my, my reaction that i have sometimes that's inappropriate is that's like my kids when they would get hurt my first thing was, who did what? What did you do wrong? Why did you get hurt? Yeah. Even, that's my first instinct before I even soothe their pain. And I had to quickly shut that down and mm -hmm. be dad and take care of the pain. But in the back of my head, I'm like, what did they do wrong? Why did they, meaning one person, do this wrong? It could be either my son or daughter. That's why I'm saying things. Yeah. I, I never told anyone that before, unless you listen to our other podcast episode <laughs> where I said it. Yeah, I don't know what order these are coming ago. out in. I don't know what order these come out in. So, no, who knows? Like, Maybe I never told anyone before. As of right now, they're coming out in the order that we're recording them. Um, because nothing. Oh, just like when you're on hold. Nothing's time sensitive. Um, like you know, if we did, sometimes we do a subject where I think like we need to release this, you know, this week. But nothing that we have. We had, this is our third episode in the can right now. Um. Those of you watching in video know we're not in the can. We are in like you know just rooms. Yeah, he just wants people to think we're in the can. It's Get a better echo. Term. Yeah. Um, technical term when movies were real to real and the film actually went in a can to yeah. protect it. Yeah. Um, What's a movie? Oh, uh, a direct to video. Who's on the side side quests now? Huh. Ah. Uh, <laughs> But I'm not complaining about it. I'm not looking for blame. Look at you laying blame. <laughs> you just like straightened it out like I was supposed to like digital summit supposed to mean something to me. No, it's not. I'm just straightened it out. Yeah. Um, Free t-shirt when I went to the digital summit. There's a swag company and they were giving and it's really smooth. It's really nice. I took like five. Yeah. Oh, so here's another example. It's not exactly the same thing as that, as that, or that we're talking about, but it did make me think that it kind of falls into this category. So sometimes I... When we touch? Sometimes when we touch. No, I... So well, the average person probably on, you know, if they're thinking about it, people that don't like them, they don't like, right? Fair statement. Like My mother says that often. Like if, if you don't like... If they them, don't like me, I hate them. Yeah. I don't really have this problem in general. Uh, if one of two things, I think I said this a couple weeks ago, if you find me funny, if you, if you don't find me funny, that's a problem um, off the podcast. If you think I'm not funny on the podcast, I get it. Cause it's, anyway, um, so anyway, but uh, if you don't find me funny in person, then I'm probably not going to like you that much. The 
other thing that drives me crazy is if someone doesn't like me for like I can 100% understand why some people don't like me and then I can if you and if you have a good reason I get it if you have a bad reason I don't like you but I think the average person is like no you don't like me so I don't like you and for me I there are certain people who don't like me that I respect the honesty about it so I'll give you the example. And I respect of, that you respect me for that. Yeah, yeah. And my dad respects that you don't like that you don't like him. Oh no, he doesn't like you. Sorry. I like your dad, despite the fact he doesn't like me. It makes me think he has better character and is a good judge of character. Yeah. No. Um. So I was. I may have told this on the podcast. I've I told the story recently, but I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not. I don't think it was. Uh. So when I was twenty-one ish. Um. A friend of mine from high school got a job with me um, at Home Depot, and one of the girls that I I had worked with her before he did, um, and we you know we were working together, and and he started dating her, and so she kind of I was already kind of friends with her, but then she became part of my like friend group from high school for a little bit while they were dating, and he his other best one of his other best friends. Uh, and I do not like each other. And so I went over one day and to, to hang out at, at his house and she, and his girlfriend was there and he was there and I get there and his girlfriend is like, Mike, uh, he was here and he, uh, I, I did not like her. And I was like, why didn't you like her? What, you know? And she goes, well, she said some she said some pretty shitty things about you and I did and I did not think they were true and I was like mm, honestly like probably. I was like she has some pretty good reason to dislike me and she's like what and she couldn't understand that I'm like look she's a shitty person so I don't like her either but she doesn't like me for a good reason and she was like what's the good reason and I was like well okay so I'm going to explain this and I, I'm 90% sure she's never going to listen to this so um, like everybody else no no like i'm um this is more i'm closer to 100 percent. so this woman is and 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 i this is gonna sound shitty i'm gonna sound like a shitty person for a minute and then i'm gonna yeah. sound slightly less shitty and then i think it'll rest i don't think i'll ever get good in this situation but when we were in high school this girl was real fugly like just just not a good looking woman and that's not a problem for me i have no problem with somebody who's ugly but I would say that, like, and and the comparison I used to make is kind of problematic now because of of tra- trans people. But like, I would say, like, if you just put a wig on me, I would be a prettier woman than her. And so, like, I don't mean that in a transphobic way, but at the time, it's like, in a drag way. Yeah, yeah. So, but she, I mean, she genuinely was. Just, she was like an ugly woman, and no problem with that. But there was another girl we went to school with who was also not very attractive but was much nicer and they did not like each other and one day uh this girl um said to the other girl the nice ugly girl i don't even want to say ugly i don't remember if she was that ugly but she was nice and so she said to her you're the ugliest you're the ugliest fucking person i've ever seen in my life they were in the middle of this fight in study hall and i being a smart ass was just like oh do you not own a mirror I, I knew instantly that's the line. I mean, that is the yeah. appropriate response line. Yeah, and it, to me, it was I'm defending this this person who is basically minding their own fucking business, and but I also understand that that's a real low blow. There are times where I've been 
defensive, whether it's self-defensive or defensive of another person, and I've crossed a line. And so that was probably one of them. And so when I, when that, this girl that was dating my friend was like, she said some shit. I'm like, no, like I genuinely think that that was a fucked up thing to say. Was it deserved? Eh. I mean, <laughs> maybe being hit with the weapon that you were using, you can't blame. You can't yeah. get too upset. You use that weapon. Yeah. But so I, and so that's what I, I, I kind of think that this concept of, of, I I th- I think that there's I think that like Sarah and Logan and you all have very little reason to dislike me. Um but I think there's people who do have a reason to dislike me and a lot of times we as people don't balance we'll see what that Logan's well. Logan's therapist says about that in 10 years. No, that's true. Yeah, the baseball thing is probably not going to help things. And the chode. My dad was a bad coach. The ch- <laughs> he didn't learn about the chode. Or the churd. He's not going to learn about the churd. No one's going to learn about the churd. (laughs) Nobody needs to hear about the churd. I might leave. I might leave all the churd in, except for the explanation as to what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Go look it up yourself. Yeah. Find out why. So uh, My friend stopped being called churd. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but my point. The point that I was getting to was there is. I, I think that we want to think of people like I am a good person to you cutting the jokes aside. That's a fair statement. Right. But I was a shitty person to her. And, and so I have to recognize, I try to recognize that with other people. Like there are people that I don't like. And I think that that's a thing that I personally don't suffer from is the, the like, the like you have to be on my you're you're either with me or against me kind of mentality yeah. and we have a friend who's having a party um this weekend yeah this weekend because morally weekend They're having a party uh christmas party it's christmas yeah. in july in may um by the time this episode comes out it'll be it'll be closer yeah. to july <laughs> it, will have, it will have passed the party will have passed by then but um it's good friends we love their house we love me we love going to their house we love partying with them and uh, they sent an Evite out, and we looked at the Evite, and we saw a cup, another couple who's going to the party. He replied, "Yes." And Malibu's like, "We're not going to the party if they're there." Yeah. But our way of expressing that to our friends who are the host is, "Oh man, we're so upset. We're not going to make it this weekend to the party. We've got a conflict. But yeah. we we need to have you guys over for dinner soon." It wasn't, "Oh, because you invited these people, we're not yeah. coming. You should be not friends with them because we're not friends with them." Yeah, exactly. It, it was purely, "We can't make it." You know, and the thing is, like, we that's why we checked the Evite. If they had replied negative, they can't make it. We would have been like, "Cool, we're going to the party." But yeah. no, but you know, the hosts don't need to know that that it's us or them. That's not a position they need to be in to make a decision. Right, right, and 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 yes, I agree, and I think that's the best way of handling it. I I I do get why people, I get to some extent why people aren't able to do that. Um, it's just been that's that particular thing has never been a problem for me but obviously like i do have i do have my like ugh, like visceral reactions that i don't like about things um all the fucking time and then i have to tell myself no why the fuck do you think that like it, but unfortunately in most cases my stuff is well unfortunately and fortunately most of my stuff is like weird frivolous nobody else thinks that kind of shit <laughs> like not like oh uh Women are bad drivers. Oh, why did you think that? Like, I don't have those. I don't have those thoughts at all. 
Yeah, that's the problem being raised by um, progressive hippies. I don't have a lot of the things that my generation is supposed to have had because my parents were ahead of, in that regard, yeah. ahead of the generation. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, I wasn't raised by hippies. I was raised by, I love you, mom and dad, but I was raised by somewhat uh, judgmental people. They were not that bad about, like, it, it's real, real funny. Obviously, my parents know I'm liberal and stuff, but like, my dad, we went to go see Lewis Black last week. And my dad was like, he was really liberal. I'm like, I'm really liberal. Like, <laughs> arguably, I'm more liberal than Lewis Black. Of course, he's liberal. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he went to Carolina, um, like most Jews. Uh, he, but it's like I didn't have to grow out of it. Like, like you, like grow out of it. But I, I didn't have to change as I got older. I didn't have to give up. Um, yeah. Previously, what I would, what I would consider now bad positions, because I was raised with the good positions. You know. Yeah. Again, and especially for the generation, like right now, like interracial relationships, like nothing now, right? Nobody bats an eye. But when I was a kid, it was a bigger deal. It wasn't, but in like my house, when I was in college, my mom was trying to fix me up with a black co- a Jamaican coworker of hers because yeah. she thought, oh, she's gorgeous. You guys would look great together. And yeah. so it's like, that's like not a typical experience for the mid eighties to have your, your mo- mother generation saying, True. You, should, you know, so weirdly, I didn't. I would say when I said my parents are judgmental, I a lot of it is similar to my judgment uh, about like it's weirdly arbitrary and not based on social norms. Like um, my parents are, my dad specifically was a bit of a realist. So like at one point, my sister, I don't remember if she was dating a black guy or she had a crush on a black guy, but she like kind of was like, would you care? Like she kind of like floated the idea. And my dad was like, look, I have no problem with whoever you date as long as they're nice to you. But that being said, there are people who do have a problem and like it can make certain things more complicated and you need to like be aware of that. You know, like I, and, and one of, one of my friends, um, Brian, who was on, on the podcast before you, before you joined, um, he, he told me one time cause he, he's a, a black man and his, his, uh, at the time wife was, um, is a white woman. He told me that they were thinking about moving and they literally went and took a trip and walked around the mall to see what kind of looks they were going to get together. And so like, it is a thing you have to consider or you have to like, you have to to be able to figure out how to adjust for essentially. Right. It's like checking your mirrors. Yeah. You need to just know what's, what the environment, you need to be woke. You need to know what the environment around you is. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to do something different in your life. Right. You need to be aware. Right. And so my dad was very, very much like that, but I remember him saying, you know, being like no it's not a big deal i also remember being 17 or 16 or 17 and being and saying to my mom something along the lines of like if i were gay i don't think that um grandpa or dad i i I don't know if grandpa or dad would still like love me because that you know we had all the and she said oh mike they don't love you now no she said that she didn't think it would be a problem for either of them and like she my mom was a my mom was a narc like a super narc um she would t- she told my dad and my dad came in like that night and was like hey what's going on and i was like uh nothing i just was curious and he's like i do not care he goes there he goes the he basically said like the standards that i want you to to behave with uh are the same whether it's a guy or a girl like i don't care and so like i didn't get the, he didn't have he really is very rarely expressed any 
blatant or homophobia. I think that there might be some subtle. Just he's a sixty-five-year-old or sixty-four-year-old man raised in America. Like there, there is a little bit of it that's ingrained in a in a subconscious way sometimes. Uh, but like, I never got that kind of. It, for me, it was more of like the kid. Kid's name's Bryson. What's he a date rapist? Like that is the what I would hear from. Not that that voice is a terrible impression of my father. But, I know, as much as he hates me, that's not his voice. So, so my point being with with I, I, I think that it's just interesting that like, and I don't think people do the hard work a lot with that with with saying like if something makes me feel a certain way, and it's funny because a lot of times it is the facts over feelings. People that are like, oh, I don't want to see gay people kiss. Like it makes my penis hard, or it makes my stomach hurt, or whatever, or both. Yeah. So I, 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 I personally like have to like whenever I have those reactions, and I do have them in these weird fucking ways. I have to be like, why did you think that? Like, but again, it's usually about Bryson's yeah. being. Dangerous. Yeah, I, I wonder if there's a ideological parallel of what type of people fight to overcome those things in themselves to say I, I, I intellectually think this this emotional response is wrong so i want to get rid of it in my yeah and like you know like you say like dillahunty after 20 years or 30 years realized oh i did get rid of it like yeah, yeah. I just realized it's gone um whenever people do that versus if that's an if there's an ideological connection to wanting yeah. to do that versus wanting to say well i feel it so it must be right yeah. And defending it instead of, I can say, because I feel it, it must be a true thing. Yeah. So I want to tell another story about a guy. This is related. Uh, it, yeah. It's not a tangent. It's a story that's related to the subject. Don't judge me. Um, don't have that visceral reaction. I, I, you're judging my reaction as if that's what I was. Re- I was reacting like, oh, goody, it's story time. I can't wait. I wish I had a blankie. That was my reaction. You misread it because you made assumptions of what you would have been doing in the situation if there were a story. You were incorrect in your assumption. My assumption was just goody, goody, goody. Mike is such a wonderful storyteller, whether it's through video or through the spoken word. I look forward to this story. I am excited about this story. There was no judgment other than a positive judgment, anticipating joy. So I like that we just got CK light there. Uh, no, so complete with the um, uh, malaprop. Yeah, the CK trademark. So when I was a kid, I'd have been thirteen or fourteen when this happened. Um, this it, we had a neighbor whose um, father wanted to come stay. They, her parents wanted to come stay with her for Christmas, but her father was very allergic to their dog and couldn't really be in their house. And so he stayed in our house. Um, my parents just like let him stay because we were you know two houses over and it was a small street and so it wasn't a big deal. And and we ended up for Christmas, we ended up having like a neighborhood Christmas party anyway. So you get to, you know, everybody was going to be together anyway. So it didn't matter. And he, I, I, if I was to guess now, he's probably, if he's still alive, he's got to be early to mid nineties at, at least. Um, Cause I think he was older than my grandfather and my grandfather's, you know, pushing 90. So he, he, and he was from Louisiana. Um, Louisiana or Mississippi? I think it was Louisiana, but it could have been Mississippi. Maybe it was Mississippi. And 
I remember, I don't think I was supposed to hear this, but you know, one, one time I was, you know, he's down talking to my parents after probably after we're supposed to go to bed or whatever. And he said to my dad, you know, uh, Growing growing up down south, I have some thoughts about people, and I don't, and and I never really thought anything of it. Uh, you know, I never examined it. He goes, I didn't want it for my daughter. So, like his daughter was not at all racist, but he's like, I never, I never pushed, I never like taught it to my daughter, and so and and luck, and I was good about not training her to to repeat that that way of thinking, but I never really um. I never really put any ex- self-examination. Uh, these my words, not his. Self-examination into it. He goes and and he goes. But tonight I, I spoke with your friend, and my dad had this one of my dad's best friends at the time, who was one of our neighbors, was a, a black man. And he goes, I spoke to your friend, and uh, we we talked for quite a bit, and it was the first time I've ever spoken to a black man, other than like at the grocery store or, you know, like, like somebody who's helping me basically. And he goes, and if I had done it earlier, maybe I wouldn't be the way I am. And, and it like changed him. And I remember thinking like, Oh, if you're going to be a racist, be that racist. Like the guy who like is, you know, like has these, this shittiness in him. And I, and I think that formed, it, it really formed me uh, in a lot of ways uh, because I, I think about that a lot where I'm like, I, we're going I to talk to a black man one day. Yeah, no, uh, I talk to black people quite a bit, um, but I, <laughs> I have. There's no way for that to sound good. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but my point being um, that I I do think about it a lot. Where it's like we we you know there's this idea, and I hate the sin idea, but like the idea that nobody's perfect. Well. I don't want to accept that we're, I accept that we're not perfect. I don't accept that we have to just give up on that. Like we can, we can strive to be, we should always be striving perfect to be is better. a destination. Yeah. And like, we should always be saying, yeah, nobody's perfect, but I could be better. And, and I get in the, there's ways in which I'm not working to improve myself. Um, Cause I'm comfortable or happy with them. But I, the idea of, that people and I don't I, I genuinely don't understand that part of it when people say like obviously you know uh, and I guess they don't believe that it's wrong I guess the average racist or the average bigot doesn't think that their bigotry is wrong they think it's right and they think that they've found some way to justify maybe that's the problem here but it to me it always seems like yeah no I think dumb things like fairly often i want to not think those dumb things as much as possible sometimes i will um sometimes i'll you know do i will do something dumb i'm usually pretty good about trying to correct it apologize doing whatever i mean again not in bigoted ways but in like my personal definition of being a skeptic is i want to not be wrong but i don't want to prove that i'm right i want to find out that i'm wrong so i can stop being wrong you know on any issue like i want to know if i'm right or wrong because i want to stop being wrong not that i want to prove that i'm right if i am yeah i don't want to win an article an argument through being a better better semantics and better arguing i want an argument or a debate is to to test my position to see if it's right or not 
That is one of the things I need to improve about myself. <laughs> I am so Sarah, now that we have video. Sarah uh, does this motion to like signify that, like, oh, Mike's looking it up. He's about to look it up, <laughs> and she says that whenever one of one of her family says something, that she can see me go and like get ready to like try to prove them wrong. And I'm like, well, if someone says something wrong, don't they want to be corrected? And she's like, no, nobody wants to be fucking corrected. I do correct me. You know, and and my coworkers so, I'll all laugh at about it too because I'll pull it out. And one of my co, so we have a tally at work. On my, we have a whiteboard, and it's a and there's a tally, and it's anytime I'm convinced I'm right about something, and then I'm <laughs> proven wrong, I get a tally mark. And today at lunch, one of my coworkers said, anytime he whips the phone out, if he's wrong, he gets a tally like that. If he whips the phone out, he he's confident that he's gonna win. Uh, I'm ripped out because I'm like, oh, I don't know. God, that's yeah. not what I thought it was, which is well, right. In a conversation, yeah. when I whip it out, it's because I'm trying to prove something. If it's wrong. in the moment. <laughs> so, so a story popped in my head when you were talking about if I had had this conversation earlier, my life would have been different. Um, did I ever tell you the story about my friend from in college who told me I messed up his life um, at graduation? Is this the one that was like I never met a Never met a Jew before or something? Oh, not that, yeah, but not that he made, but he said he had, he was from Smithfield, North Carolina, where the Klan is big, and he was expecting to go back and join the Klan like his daddy, his brothers, his uncles. And then he realized that I'm a Jew and I'm a good fucker, and that's not what he was told. And he said, you know, but not just you. I got black friends here in college and Puerto Rican friends and whatever, and they're all good fuckers and they're not supposed to be. So now I know why I, the way I was raised was wrong. Mm-hmm. How do I go back home when I know all my family is just wrong and there's no way I can convince them they're wrong? Yeah. And he ended up just staying in Raleigh instead of moving back. Yeah. Well, that's that's great. That's what we need is – but and, – and it's tough for me because – it's tough for me to understand some of that and to understand the idea of like completely separating for or like – for example, if Logan – decides that i'm wrong about something which obviously i'm wrong about a bunch of shit but i can't think of an example because i'm wrong about it so (laughs) but if 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 logan goes oh my dad is uh such a piece of shit thinking that all brysons are date rapists and like i would be like i would are it's just a higher percentage of probability and he names his kid bryson because he loves the name bryson i wouldn't be like i would just i would just be like dude I, I would be like, I, I want you to be a better person than me. Like, I want to be a better person than I am too. But I'm, but I'm I will glad, never speak to your goddamn son. I'm That's glad disgusting. that you're not repeating. Because like, my this is a secondary thing that my dad had this conversation with me when I was around that same age uh, as that other story. My dad said, like, we should be. He goes, I got a better. I I, I want to give you a better life than I had a better childhood. I want to make you a better person than I am. And then I want you to make your kid a better person and have a better life. And than I do. And, and that's how I've always felt. And so like, if Logan, if you know, my dad, I think I said this a couple weeks ago, the fact that we don't spank my dad doesn't take that as judgment. My dad takes that as good. You learned like, I'm sorry that I did it. Uh, but you learned. You've arrived. And and if arrived above me, yeah. And if Logan raises his kid and isn't and doesn't teach him chode, um, I will be like, good. You learned from me. You know, that's the best example I could think of right now. But and and so like 
So for me, and not that I would be in the clan, and I feel like maybe being in the clan and thinking that way aren't the same, are probably mutually exclusive to some extent. But the idea of like, how am I supposed to go home? It's like, well, your parents should want better for you. Like, yeah, but they don't you, think that's better. True, I guess. I guess, yeah, I guess that's the case. They it's would be like, like, we sent you to school and look, you got these stupid ideas. Like you came back brainwashed. You think the Jews are good? And, yeah. Yeah. Go watch that. Go watch that Kanye fella and and learn the truth. No, Kanye reversed position because he saw um, Jonah Hill in a movie and thought he was really funny. So he really Jews weren't that bad because Jonah Hill is funny. Yeah, that's that's a <laughs> good kidneys. Yeah. Can you imagine being Jonah Hill? Like, there's that you got to be like, <laughs> what the fuck? What Why the fuck? me? Why did it have to be me? <laughs> like. Like while so to some extent it's like it's a little bit of bragging rights, and then on the other side it's like, oh, I do not want to be involved in this. Keep my name out of your fucking mouth. But I think I'm Jonah Hill, man. Nazis watch me, and they convert to Judaism. Mm-hmm. At least black Nazis. <laughs> but all right, um, I'm getting hungry, and it is getting late, so I think that it might be time for us to call it. Um, but it- I think it but i think we did a i think we actually did a good job explore the topic topic. a bit we jumped in and out of it yeah mostly in though compared to mostly in it other than shared um we're definitely i'm gonna definitely delete out the definition of shared and leave the rest was that in this episode of the last episode the definition of shared i don't remember i think you're blending episodes now yeah i think it was this episode i'm pretty sure i think i mentioned it in this episode but i think it was a callback to last episode Um, i don't know now are you yeah. got anything other than Churd? Do you have anything that you want to promote? I'm not looking um, to Churd. Urban Dictionary. I have nothing. Nothing to promote today. Nothing. Nothing that I can think of. I, I don't get the I don't get what you're talking about. <laughs> nothing. There's nothing. I have nothing. I've got nothing. Nothing. You want something? I don't have something. I have nothing. If I had something, I would tell you what the something is. But right now, I don't have anything, and that's nothing. We do two episodes of the same night. How many things can I have to plug? I plugged something in the like 45 minutes ago. I plugged. I'm fully plugged. I got nothing left to plug. I'm plugless. Okay. All right. Um, I have nothing to plug, but I will. Well, I, I'll plug the this this show's YouTube and Instagram. Um, yeah, plug us. Yeah. If you if you. If you like this show, please, like I always say, uh, give us a five-star review. Give us a, you know, write something down for us. And hey, if you want to give us a bad review, that's fine. Uh, just make it a interesting. five-star bad review. No, no. Give it, You can give us a no-star and just give us a review. And it can be funny or, you know, just make it memorable, at least, if you're going to be not nice to us. Um, you can do that on Instagram. Tell us how you don't think that Mike is funny. But you, you love feel, people who don't think he's you funny. You feel that I'm funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so anyway. anyway. So anyway. Uh, no, to, uh, give us a good, you know, give us a review if you want on inst- on Instagram, on iTunes or the pod, the I. Stop mouthing podcast shit. You're distracting the shit out of me. <laughs> At least the viewers are going to see it. On the podcast <laughs> listen listening of your device, uh, of your God damn it. God damn it. I didn't fuck up the intro. to the world's greatest podcast. The world's best podcast. I'm not getting sued. 
Hey, he likes it when we plug it. Um, so we're, anyway, we're gonna plug it. Um, check us out on YouTube. It's talking about the big stuff on YouTube. It's talking about the big stuff on Instagram, and uh, and you know, just keep listening. Download, even if it's su- subject sounds stupid, download it because we get you credit for listen. the download. You know, um, play it in the background. And if you subscribe, YouTube, just turn the YouTube on. With the volume off while you're making breakfast, just let it I play. actually I do because I've at the by the time that I've edited, I've listened listened to an episode at least two times. So when I like every Friday morning, I put it on, I mute it, and I like hop in the shower and I go do like all my my getting ready ritual while it plays silently. And then I'll like if I'm trying to wake Sarah up, I'll just turn the volume up a little bit so she hears one of us my talking. Voice. And maybe it'd be really she funny to wake up to my voice the Friday that this comes out. If I happen to turn it up towards the end of the podcast and she's just hearing like, and then I turn it up when, when I'm getting out of the shower. So that'd be funny. But anyway. I should be sleeping, hearing us discuss churds and they'll just get into her dreams. Yeah. yeah. Honey, I want to try something. <laughs> okay. Do your, do your thing. Um, so whether it's a churd or a chode, enjoy. The no, episode. no. I don't want a churn or a chode big stuff. I want a genuine. You've got you've got the world's biggest man behind you, the biggest the biggest music the star, biggest in Germany. star celebrity. Hey, you know who that is? That's David Hasselhoff, and he enjoys the big stuff. Yep. All right. <laughs>